Welcome back to the podcast, this podcast that we call Time in God's Word. And this is David Carnes, and I just want to thank you for joining us today. And as we come back together, we are in the Gospel of John. Remember, we're in chapter 1. And we are in this section where we are given the account of John the Baptist and his testimony regarding Jesus. It's a wonderful text. John the Baptist, by the way, at this point, he's really at the height of his ministry out there in the Judean desert preaching Messiah to the masses. And this is really a look at three days in the life of his ministry. And it's in this section of John, verses 29 through 34, that we see John the Baptist in what we can call day two of this pinnacle of his ministry. Day one, he spoke to a group of Jewish religious leaders about Jesus. You remember that. But now day two, we see him speaking to all those people again out there in that desert. And you remember that we began to look at this the last time we were together, and we had just enough time to look at verse number 29. But now, today... We're going to begin by looking at verse number 30 and then just walk through the text, go to the end of verse number 34. But all through this, look at day number two, and again, during what we can call the pinnacle of John the Baptist and his ministry, he is simply saying this about Jesus. He is simply saying, this is who Jesus is. And by the way, this is what we're calling this part of the testimony of John the Baptist on that day two. Again, this is who Jesus is. This is what John just focused on. So let's do this. Let's get into this text. Let's finish our look at day two, again, of the pinnacle of John the Baptist in his ministry. As again, he testifies about Jesus, tells the people, he tells us who Jesus is as we spend time in God's Word. Now, we move on. And as we do, we go to verse number 30. Watch this. In verse number 30, John then, we see this in John's gospel. John the apostle writes regarding John the Baptist, this is he of whom I said, after me comes a man who ranks before me because he was before me. Now stop right there. But right here, John repeats really What he said back up in verse number 15, if you were to go back there, we were there a couple of weeks ago, but he said the exact same thing in verse 15 of this chapter. And what is he doing here? But he's stressing the deity of Jesus here. That's what he's doing. Remember, Jesus, the only one qualified to die for our sins because he is God in the flesh, because he is perfect man. But what John says here is, he says, and you look at your Bibles again, after me comes a man who ranks before me, In other words, John's saying that Jesus is certainly greater. He is. But then John goes on to say why it is that Jesus is greater. And you look back and you see, he says, because he was before me. He was before me. What that means is he's speaking of the preexistence of Jesus. That's what he's saying. That Jesus was before all of us. That Jesus has existed forever. And so right here, John brings up the deity of Jesus. That Jesus is God. And again, this is why he qualifies to be the Savior. Because he's God. But then you look at verse number 31. In verse number 31, we have a very interesting verse. Let me... Just read the first parts. But in verse number 31, John goes on to say, I myself did not know him. Now, this is a very interesting statement. I say it's interesting because John here again says, 
I do not know, or we could say it, I did not know Jesus. That's what he says. I did not know Jesus. I did not know Messiah. Now, again, I say this is interesting because, wait a minute, he had to have known him. He had to have known him. You ask, why do you say it that way? Why is it that he had to have known him? It's because the two were related. They were relatives. As a matter of fact, Mary, the mother of Jesus, and Elizabeth, the mother of John, they were related. It tells us that in Luke chapter 1, verse number 36. John, by the way, born six months prior to Jesus. Again, it tells us that in Luke chapter 1. And you've got to know that as John the Baptist was growing up, that his mother Elizabeth had to tell him about Jesus. Don't you think? I mean, who he was, why he was here. As a matter of fact, we're even told in Luke chapter 1, verse number 44, that when Elizabeth visited with Mary prior to either one of them giving birth to their baby boys, that John, the text says, actually leaped for joy in the womb of Elizabeth when Mary made her visit to Elizabeth. I mean, John knew about Jesus, who he was, what he was here to do. He even knew about Jesus when he was in the, the womb of his mother. And so we had to know him. But we go back to verse 31, and again, this very interesting little statement that John makes, and that is, I myself did not know him. And so we ask the question, okay, what does that mean? Just tell me what that means. The answer comes down to this. And that is, John, at this point in time, as Jesus was showing up there in the desert, at this point, John had not seen, John had not experienced the works of Messiah yet. The miracles that Jesus would work. He had not seen them yet. Therefore, he did not know Messiah in the fullest context that others would one day come to see Messiah. For example, he had not seen Jesus, God in the flesh, demonstrate power over the creation, but it was all coming, right? Jesus walking on the water, Jesus stopping the storms, Jesus bringing sight to the blind, hearing to the deaf, Jesus even demonstrating power over the evil one, casting out the demons of the possessed, doing that. John had not seen, he had not experienced that, and so that is why he would say, but I don't know him. I don't know him in the sense of fully experiencing him as Messiah and all he will do in the fullest sense. That's what he's saying here. But then you go back to verse number 31. Again, it says, I myself did not know him, but for this purpose I came baptizing with water that he might be revealed to Israel. In other words, John says, even though I have yet to experience in the fullest sense Messiah and what he has come to do and what he will do, I'm out here preaching and I'm out here telling and I'm making the proclamation of Messiah through this baptism of repentance. Make sure you are ready to meet him. Get yourself ready to meet this one. That's what he says. But then you move on. Verse 32, 33. And as we move on, here's what John does very quickly. At this point, John looks back. He just looks back 40 days, but he looks back. And he looks back to the baptism of Jesus. And let me say, before we just take really this quick look at this part of the text, the reason he does this, the reason he does this, I think, is to calm really any doubts that he might have had about Jesus. 
And what I mean is it was made very clear at the baptism of Jesus for John exactly who Jesus was. You can't miss it. Verse 32, this is what it says. So he's looking back now, 40 days at the baptism of Jesus, and the text says, And John bore witness, I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove, and it remained on it. Wow, what a moment that was. You remember, by the way, Matthew 3, Luke 3, there's the account of the baptism of Jesus, and it was at that time that the entire Godhead was there on the scene. The Father was there, the Spirit was there, and the Spirit coming and resting on Jesus just as a dove would come and just rest on the branch of a tree. Resting on Jesus, and what a sight that must have been. But the Spirit confirming, by the way, Jesus, He's Messiah. John seeing all this. Then you look at verse 33. Again, he makes this statement, I I myself did not know him. Again, John simply saying, I've yet to see the works, the full extent of the works of Messiah. But then you keep looking at verse 33, I myself did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, he on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. Now, That's a wonderful statement. But John the Baptist says that God called me. You see that? God called me. He sent me out here to this desert to proclaim Messiah, to get the people ready for His coming. God called me here. But then something else here, and we're just going to glance at this, but notice John says that the Father told him... That Jesus, the one that you will see the Spirit rest on, He's the one that baptizes with the Holy Spirit. You see that in your Bible? Now that's an interesting statement. Let me just pull the word baptize off the page. Baptizo in the Greek. Baptizo means to immerse. That's what the word means. And so what God was saying to John was, so, okay, John, you're out here, you're immersing these people in water. But Jesus is the one that is going to immerse people in the Holy Spirit. In other words, when someone comes to Jesus by faith, then at that moment, the Holy Spirit of God is to consume that person, come into that person's life, indwell that person, take up residence in that person's life, and at that moment, bring that person into a deep, intimate love relationship with God, and all of a sudden, that person is going to be immersed in a deep, intimate love relationship with God. Is that you? Is that you? Are you in that deep, intimate, love relationship with God? Do you know Him? When you come to faith in Jesus, you're immersed in Him. But then you look at verse 34. And I have seen, and I have borne witness that this is the Son of God. John proclaimed, John testified that right there on day two, and on day two of this most wonderful time in his ministry, he said Jesus is God. Jesus is Messiah. He's the Savior. He's the Lamb of God. He's the one that had come to bear the sins of man and die in man's place on the cross. And he told everybody, This is who Jesus is. That's the message he shared on day two. Church, hear me on this. 
That's the message you share. My question to you is, have you shared that message with somebody? My question to you is, do you know that's a mandate for you from our Lord? This is who Jesus is. And that's your responsibility. It's my responsibility to tell. And so that's a look at day two in this very important time in the life of John the Baptist and his ministry. And again, just looking to see who John says Jesus is. Again, focusing mainly on the deity of Jesus, right? That's what he does. But now, when we come back the next time, we are still going to be looking at John the Baptist. But next time, we're going to be looking at day number three in all of this, and we're going to be looking at John as he speaks about Jesus to the very first men called to follow Jesus. It is a great text that's waiting for us, and I can't wait to get you back in it. But we will see you again very soon. Looking forward to it, and may you just have a blessed day. And love and live for Jesus, and we will see you next time as we spend time in God's Word. Thank you.